Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. Aye, aye. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. I feel like I feel like the HSE. Because our podcast is extremely short-staffed. <laughs> <laughs> because Dave's in Florida, Cahal is at cookery school, and Sean had an oh-so-important call to make. Sean hates the best of intro recording. I don't <laughs> know why. It's my favourite part of the week. I know, it's free. Yeah, I can say what I want. It's like... Um, did you ever know when you, if, if, you ever, if you have kids, and as soon as you take their clothes off, they start running around. Yes. This is the audio version of taking your clothes off as I was a never child. one of those kids. Actually, I can tell you a very funny story about my brother, which he'll never hear and it will absolutely mortify him. Although, maybe it won't. When we were little, I'm four years older, so I was seven. He would have been about three and mm. my aunt was getting married and my mom was bridesmaid. So we went out to this lady's house who was making the bridesmaid's dresses. And it was a sunny enough day in the middle of the summer. So my mom said... You guys go in the back garden there. I'm going to go get all my measurements done and all that sort of stuff. Just have a play. So we were playing around or whatever. And then next of all, she just hears like, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. And she's like, it's grandy. Whatever it is, it's fine. I was a bit of a kind of a worrywart of a child, so it could have been anything. And I was like, no, come here. So this woman in her back garden had this beautiful water feature. And my brother just saw a body of water close off and was in the water feature completely <laughs> stark. <laughs> Good man. And then she came, I was like, Niall's naked in the back garden. And she came running out. And then I was trying to chase Niall, who was slippery and naked (laughs) as he ran around. She said, like, this is like 25, it was maybe 25 years ago this year. And she said, to this day, all she could see is this little, like, he was a really pasty kind of sickly kid. All I could see is this skinny little bum, pasty arse running around. We're like, no, 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 no. So after that, we weren't brought anywhere for a long, Time. Well, YouTube is full of videos of people randomly jumping into water features. So maybe this he can continue it. Do you know what I love? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the when people put the suds, make put the suds. The suds are what comes next. Put like washing up liquid into fountains, and then it gets yes. all sudsy. I know it really annoys everyone. I think that's fun. I, I do remember it happening on Dame Street in Dublin. It happens on Dame Street a lot. Yeah, <laughs> particularly on Saturdays because it does require people to have the wherewithal to bring the washing up liquid with them. Or purchase go to the Tesco Express across the road invest in a bottle of fairy liquid although it's expensive these days you have to go to the own brand don't know if they'll carry as well no you just don't get the same suds from non-fairies you don't fairy is the only one that gives you proper suds but it's so expensive but so little goes a long way (laughs) this is true this is an ad actually this HSE podcast is now sponsored by both the HSE and fairy yeah we're really easily bought um, so um, welcome to the podcast We hope you enjoy all the best bits from the week We can rarely remember what we did uh, There will be I was looking at it today There will be Sean's terrible game When he thought he saw a famous person And had everyone guess who it was uh, We had the Oasis guys That won't be in the podcast But it is oh, available as a special, a special podcast, podcast That you'll be able to listen to But there is a clip of it in the Best Of podcast So if you don't hear the whole thing mm. You'll be able to catch Carl's it Carl's cooking Carl's cooking is in there and yeah, loads of bits. Talks about <laughs> seagulls having it off, you know, the usual. It was a circus act. They were definitely a seagull circus act. You'll have to listen to find out what we're talking about. Uh, enjoy the podcast. Talk to you soon. This is Today FM. What was going on in Junction 14? Uh, I was on the way home on Friday afternoon. I was going to a wedding. Mm. And I stopped into Junction 14 to get a coffee. 
Do you want to say congratulations to the happy couple? Congratulations to the happy couple, Podge and Ellen. But, back to more important matters. Not that that wasn't important. Um, I bumped into, well, not bumped into, in front of me in the queue in Junction 14 was a famous person. Ooh. So I'm going to... What were they queuing up for? They had a bottle of water. But I feel like that could be a bit of a clue. <laughs> Swimmer. Like they weren't, they weren't, yeah, they weren't buying bar- bars of chocolate. Oh. So I'm going to let you <gasps> have five questions between the two E and then you can guess who it is. Okay. Are they a sports person? Yes. <laughs> Are they Irish? Yes. I think I know who it is. Do they play... Do they play <laughs> Do they play a game with a round ball? No. It's a rugby player. Or it's a frisbee player. Uh, <laughs> I just gotta go for this one. Have we had this person on the show before? Yes. How many questions is that? Four. 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 So we've got one more question, then we guess. Yeah. I think uh do they play for Leinster? No. Oh, that wasn't a good one. No, so, no, no, it's a that's, monster. That's your fifth one. Now you can either we can take the ad break, play the song, and like give people time to think about it. Yeah, or okay. You can, or you can go for a guess yourselves. <laughs> no, well, let's, can, can we can we take a guess and then you tell us? No, you, no. You'll say if we're right or not, and then how about no, yeah? Because we'll know by his face. Let's let's everyone have a think about it. <laughs> okay, so it's very obviously a rugby player who doesn't play for Leinster. Yes. Okay. And he's not going to know many Ulster Connacht players. I know a few Connacht and I know some Ulster yes it's Munster because he was going junction 14 he was heading down yeah N7 yes but you have to remember some of the provinces were playing each other in Ireland this weekend Uh, the Munster was in South Africa Munster in South Africa but maybe this person didn't travel with Munster who do you think it is any (laughs) ideas oh god who did it's like that uh, pub game who who did Sean see in junction 14 (laughs) buy a bottle of water 87 4100 Are there any prizes for anyone who gets it right? A lap blanket. And actually, I have a prize for you. What? I have a good prize for you. <laughs> yeah, I have a prize. In my pocket, I have... That, my friends, is a voucher which it says, please supply the bearer, free of charge, 30 euros worth, of food from... The Chicken Hut! Chicken Hut in Limerick! Thanks to the lovely people of uh, the Savoy in Limerick who gifted me a 30 euro Chicken Hut voucher. Um, That can be the prize. I was hoping we'd get that, to be honest. And maybe this is connected to the person. (gasps) Whoa! (laughs) So many clues. Now, you haven't guessed yet. Okay, so let's recap what we know. Yes. It's a sports person. Yes. We know it's a man. Yes. Um, they played a game with they, a... They don't play a game with a round ball. Yes. We reckon it's a rugby player. Yes. And they don't play for Leinster. Yes. That's you, what we know. My guess is Simon Zebo. You are incorrect. Ah, oh, <laughs> yes. Carl, who was your guess? My guess is Paul O'Connell. You are incorrect. Ah. <laughs> we've been getting some voice notes with your guesses. God knows why you're playing. Well, I, I think we do know because there's a 30 euro chicken hut voucher in it for you. <laughs> uh, this is Gary. Hi, Dermot. Would it have been 
little Conor Murray that he met along the way? No. Oh. oh. A Fergus. Was a little Conor Murray. Oh. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, is there a caller on the line? Stephen. Yeah. How are you, Head? Good. Yourself? Good. Where are you today? I'm in uh, in Borough in County Offaly. Borough in County Offaly. It's almost as sexy as Junction 14. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you been? To no. Junction 14. Have you been to Junction 14? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's a hell of a place. you got to see it, kid. The bright lights. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what? You've never been to Junction 14? I probably have, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's the one it's, it's, it's the best bi- one it's bigger it's definitely one of the biggest yeah. it's not yeah. the biggest yeah uh, it's the best they got the kind of crepes and the ice cream action going yeah. on when you go in the door you don't see and, that very often a new burrito counter as well <laughs> <laughs> right and they have it chopped <laughs> they do they have everything now before what uh, Stephen is it yeah now before Stephen guesses <laughs> I went up and made a cup of coffee there right and I may have done some research and found out that this person was actually in South Africa over the weekend. So I don't know if I saw this person in someone who looks like this person. Oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> God's sake. Well, Stephen, you better tell us who, who Sean may have seen. One of your heroes, Dermot, is uh, Keith Hurley. Yes, it's Keith Earls! Sure, it's Keith Earls! Oh. <laughs> it's not Keith Earls. Now, Wait. Keith Earls was in Cape Town on Saturday, so the likelihood of him being in Junction... When did you see him? At 2 o'clock on Friday. Uh, <laughs> no, there's no... No, because how long does over. it take to fly to Cape Town? Could we message him? <laughs> we have his number. I'll, I'll Instagram him. <laughs> so... Um, because I didn't think he was on the squad. I didn't think he was on the traveling squad this weekend. So I was like, oh, that's Keith Earls. And then I was up making coffee and I was like, oh, yeah, Keith Earls. Was, was he in a tracksuit? Uh, he was in shorts. Shorts and like a. Monster gear. It was a red top that I thought was a monster top. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, I think Sean just saw a guy. But that doesn't mean what that you, you're not a winner. <laughs> yes, what a waste of time. You've just won a 30 euro chicken hunt voucher. <laughs> now, are you going to get to Limerick to spend it? And the lap blanket. I'll get the lap blanket. Uh, did lap you get a lap blanket? Did. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got the lap blanket <laughs> for guessing a yeah. name. Um, will you get to Limerick to spend to use the voucher? Oh, yeah, of course we will, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was in Limerick last night. So. You what? You were in Limerick last night? Yeah, yeah. Was it was it a big night? Um, I was kicking at a award ceremony. So. Oh, That's look at cool. you! Are you you're a musician, obviously? Yeah, yeah, singer, yeah. Yeah, nice one. Well, good. plug yourself there. Yeah, yeah. What's your second name, Stephen? Stephen Rabbit. Yeah. Stephen Rabbit, and is that the name you perform under? Yeah, well, it's a singer of the, the Lols band, Lols Wedding Band. Lols. The Lols. I like it. What a great name. The Lols Wedding Band. Okay. And we're dragging the information out of you. We're getting there in the end. Uh, Okay, well, look, you can wave your voucher in the air with pride and you can uh, put the lap blanket over the lap when you're driving back from your gigs. Uh, Congratulations. I think you got a question right. (laughs) I don't know. Is there, maybe there's someone listening that knows Keith Earls or maybe Keith Earls himself is listening that may be able to confirm if it was him in Junction 14 on Friday. At, at about Okay, so it wasn't Keith Earls. <laughs> so take back the prize, so no. 
Well, I saw Keith Rose's twin in Junction 14 on Friday. I can't believe I gave away that precious voucher <laughs> over something that didn't happen. At about half three. Stephen, enjoy the lap blanket. You've yeah, earned it for just listening to that. <laughs> see I you, did, man. I did see Conor Murray at a petrol station on the Dock Road once before. No, this is you can't claw your way out of it now with other celebrity petrol station stories. This is Today FM. This is Keith Rose's uncle here, Robert. It definitely wasn't key Sean seen on Friday. They're in South Africa since early last week. Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. We discovered something, and it is thanks to a chap called Kevin in Westport. Kevin said, lads, I've noticed something. Dermot has a Wikipedia page, but Dave doesn't. I think someone needs to get Dave a Wikipedia page. Ooh, that's a good idea. So I don't know how... And I'm sure Dave would, his ego would be quite hurt to <laughs> think that no one has taken the time to sit down and write about all his achievements. <laughs> I was going to slag all his many uh, car ambassadorships, uh, but I've recently become one, so I can't slag anything. You can't say anything now. Um, so, yeah, I think he would feel left out. Of, of Wikipedia in general and certainly would be disgruntled to have his no- nose out of joint that I have one and he doesn't. Like, you see, uh, Dave pretends that those things don't bother him. Oh, they bother him. <laughs> you can see, how do you know when Dave is bothered about something? His nostrils will flare ever so slightly. <laughs> and that's him being disgruntled. So, I have up your uh, Wikipedia here, right? right? So I'm just going to like give people a sight of like what you have versus what Dave doesn't have. So Dermot Whelan is an Irish comedian and television and radio presenter who has worked for both Radio Telefish Sharon uh, in the commercial sector. He can currently be heard on Today FM as one half of Dermot and Dave. A native of Limerick, Whelan is a regular contributor to Ortiz the panel. <laughs> oh, okay, God. this really needs to be updated because that was cancelled in like 2011. <laughs> He's also the former host of the Republic of Telly. I performed at a number of major comedy festivals, including the Kilkenny La- Catlask Festival and the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. This is ten years out of date. Wheeling Come was on, the- Wikipedia, get your act together. <laughs> Wheeling was Wheeling was the co-host of the 98 FM Morning Cruise Show, alongside Cheesy Dave and Siobhan <laughs> O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesy Dave. <laughs> While he also worked on Dublin City FM in his early career. Okay, so someone did their homework. Out- a decade ago. No mention of my books. No mention of anything in there. No, but it also says other television credits include the soccer show on TV3. That was 2004. <laughs> what was that? Come on, Wikipedia. And appearances on The Property Game. Never heard of that. Yes, there was another one of those great TV shows that I did. And circa 2004. Is this all true? That's all true. Oh, everything's true. And then you have, they have your accolades down. Okay. So <laughs> the awards, under awards, it says one award. You've only won one award ever in your life And that is in 2009 Dermot Whelan won the best regional So not overall DJ Best regional DJ at the Meteor Awards They're so popular (laughs) Meteor doesn't exist anymore Yeah (laughs) Just put it into the same category as Witness Festival Or indeed Oxygen Uh, Well So this show has won like tons of Imros Yeah you've since published a book No mention Nothing Okay, but at least I'm there. But the soccer show gets a mention. Well, I need to find out what that is. Uh, It's probably one of the worst haircuts I've ever had. (laughs) 
If you, I'm not even sure you can see it anywhere, thankfully. The soccer show. The soccer show. I presented a soccer show. <laughs> and I remember I knew nothing about football, but Dave did. So Dave taught me, he put me on a crash course, basically. And I had to read all the sports pages at the Red Tops for like three months straight. Just, <laughs> I tried to learn off players and managers' names and stuff. So it looked like I knew what I was talking about. Wait, Dermot. In addition to being a DJ, comedian, TV presenter, Whedon is also the drummer of Irish punk rock band, the 1234s. Is yeah, that correct? That's true. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm a drummer in a punk band. You were. Well, we didn't officially break up, but we haven't played a gig in about six years. <laughs> According to the Wikipedia, that is correct. Anyway, it's Dave's Wikipedia we need to focus on <laughs> Yours seems a bit <laughs> terrible, actually. Sean is just there <laughs> laughing at my life. That's a bit chaotic. Sorry, it was sorry. I'm sure the soccer show the was soccer a great show. success. It lasted for one season, folks. <laughs> one glorious season out in TV3. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just wiped the tears away from my eyes. Carry on. I interviewed Ken Doherty on that show. <laughs> and was it like Soccer AM kind of thing? Yeah. Right, it, it was actually a- like a mixture. It was like a soccer Republic of Telly. <laughs> okay. So Soccer yeah. AM. It was a Soccer AM-ish type thing, yeah. It had sketches and it had a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> it had everything. It was all its time, I would imagine. It's uh, the, Every now and again, someone will uh, approach me on the street and go, I remember that soccer show. <laughs> very, very rarely. Anyway, back to Dave's Wikipedia page. Dave has nothing. Okay, <laughs> He doesn't even have... A one season of a, a 20 year old TV show to look back on he's got nothing on Wikipedia yeah. no, no one has bothered to write anything that's really sad it is sad so we think that you should write his Wikipedia page and we think you should use WhatsApp voice notes to do it yes so remember you can have anything on a Wikipedia page yeah it can be like accolades awards yeah achievements yeah relationships <laughs> family life <laughs> make it all up Yes. Give him. Let's give him the life that he would have wanted. Yeah. Not the boring one that he has, like the soccer show. <laughs> Can I just say, sorry, it's actually called the offside show. You can't even remember what it was called. The offside show. <laughs> oh no! This is the soccer show. Well, yeah, that's I, wrong. I googled it there and it says TV trees the offside show Thursdays at half ten prime time. What, what, what was the property game? That's another one. That's your TV credit. That was because it was Celtic Tiger and everyone was obsessed with buying houses and getting on the property ladder. Not much has changed, at least, but there were houses back then. Uh, so I. Th- I just I can't really remember I remember a scene of me being tied to a chair in a basement one season one season (laughs) no I think actually that had two oh yeah yeah (laughs) okay anyway Dave so we'd like you to agree (laughs) agree. (laughs) one season wheeling that's what they call them we'd like you to create the Wikipedia page so I feel like we should make his life more exciting absolutely so don't hold back. 87 102 I mean, maybe he famously doesn't wash his legs. Yeah. Maybe he could have uh, discovered some new type of bacteria on his shins <laughs> as a result. This could be something that he may have achieved. Absolutely. Um, in fact, we all know that Dave absolutely loathes public transport. So maybe we should make him an ambassador for Dublin Bus. Yes. We should just falsify all these things over voice note. So get on it, get creative, and so when he comes back from his holidays, we'll have a new Wikipedia page that's full of the life that he would have wanted. Yeah. 
Oh, he, he would have wanted to be the presenter of the offside show. Oh, it's Evan, 102. I read Tony Cascarino's biography. I remember. In that was one of the one of the book in preparation. And I remember being on my holidays, like actively swatting the sports pages of the English newspapers mm. to try and get it into my head. I did. I managed to get a, quite a good knowledge. Like, you can ask me anything about football from 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Once the show was cancelled, they didn't care. Yeah, yeah. That was it. I need to find the show. I'd love I to see to it come back this. for a second season. We're in the age of revival, so maybe. Today, FM. There's now a, a successful golf caddy with um, a great enthusiasm for the sport. <laughs> yeah, he loved it. Caddied for many golf stars with <laughs> their own Wikipedia pages. I'm nearly sure I read that somewhere. Hmm, Dave Moore. Known for his love of skinny jeans, renowned bass player, former member of Irish Band 6, an advocate for public transport. Dave Moore, pilot, special advisor to Top Gun. He was Lieutenant Pete Mitchell's first flight instructor back in the day, and special <laughs> advisor on Top Gun Maverick. Pretty sure Dave was the session guitarist for Margot on her breakout <laughs> album, Put the Kettle On. Wasn't Dave Moore forcibly removed from the set of the Christmas Guinness ad? After stalking one of the cast members, I think I read that somewhere. Was Dave Moore not the mayor of Port Marnock? Dave Moore is a body double for well-known comedian Pat Short. <laughs> That's right. Was Dave not a pole dance instructor? Dermot and Dave playing the music you know. Dave Moore is not real. He's made on a computer. It's not real. It's not real. Dermot, did I not read somewhere that uh, Dave Moore? Is Shania Twain's love child? Maybe I'm wrong. Dave Moore, sure, isn't he the Philip Ben from Australia? After overstaying his welcome the last time. <laughs> he missed his flights famously coming back from Australia. Something that we like to remind him of very often. Yeah. Um, because he's always very, very punctual. So the fact that he missed a flight and I was at the airport well before him, just he still doesn't sleep properly after that happened. Uh, so we are going to take the ones that we think really should be in there. So, chairman of the Liverpool Supporters Club. Yes, and a diehard Liverpool fan. Yeah. Um. We might even throw in Man City for good measure. <laughs> <laughs> Dave is famously a Man United fan. Um, the fact that he loves public transport so much that he's an ambassador yeah. for Dublin Bus. Uh, yeah, and um, we should make him uh, and the dart as well. I think he should yeah. be a brand ambassador yeah. for both. Dave hasn't got public transport since he was in <laughs> national school and refuses to. Should he we thinks st- it's for plebs. Should we stick Dublin Bike on there as well? Yeah. Yeah, I think he would be a good brand ambassador. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so put the public transport and the Man United, Yeah. Uh, the Liverpool, very important. Uh, I really liked the he's a body double for Pat Short yeah yeah, yeah. that's keep staying in there because in fairness he is he looks exactly like Pat Short in most photos should we not should we put something along the lines of that he stood in for Pat Short at stages during the filming of the Banshees of British Year Oscar nominated Banshees of British Year yeah uh, what other ones were there can't remember now <laughs> We need, we need to Mine's use a photo as well. I think we should use one of those, biz, the, you know when he had the business tycoon hair? I think we should just put in a picture of Pat Short. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great idea. Yeah. Well, there was definitely other good ones that we need to include in it. I liked the fact that he was a pole dancer. Yes, that was a good one. The mayor of Port yes. Marnock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Okay, so they're I'll all going crafty. in. We've got all your suggestions. We're putting them together. We've already entered the Wikipedia standard one. Yeah. And once that's approved by the Wikipedias, then we can go back in and, and fill in the good stuff. And uh, once we do all that, I think we should update your Wikipedia as well because what we found out this morning is that you won a Meteor Award <laughs> last week in 2009 <laughs> and uh, that you it's, were it seems pre- like I had a lot going on for myself 10 years ago yeah. and no one just and the then. offside show on TV3 so <laughs> which isn't even a thing anymore yeah <laughs> uh, yeah well look if Carl the team love bringing up all the TV shows that I've had that have been cancelled um, they don't have Hey Ho Let's Go in there that was another music program honestly yeah that's what what, was, that's one of the what, worst things please. I've ever made. <laughs> what was Hey Ho Let's Go? It was like, uh, never mind the Buzzcocks, okay. about 10 years too late. Okay. Yeah. So One was, season, guys. Uh, One season. And you were the, <laughs> the man behind the table? Yeah, I was the, the host. And was this, uh, can this be found? Surely you have a DVD. No, I don't think it's anywhere. I have nothing. I have no record of it. I never want to see it. <laughs> we need to find this. Do you reckon if we reached out to, to Virgin Media, they would have uh, archive footage of the soccer show? The offside show. The offside show. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like the warehouse at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Maybe there's just all these programs that aren't available anymore and you can wheel yourself down and find the copies there somewhere in a crate. Because I'd love to know if it aged well. Because you ever, you ever watch like old episodes of Soccer AM now? Yeah. And the the soccerettes walk out and she's like she's like, Hi, I'm Sarah, I'm nineteen from Essex and they're like, <laughs> Great age, great age. Yeah. Like, you cannot say that anymore. I'd love, time. If, I'd love if there was a soccer uh, if the soccer there's a soccer show equivalent of you doing something that just hasn't aged well. Are you trying to get me cancelled? That's what <laughs> basically I'm hearing. Kinda of funny if you drag did. something out from twenty years old, put it up there, I get me cancelled. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you Google the images of the offside show, no. you'll see my terrible hair. No, you can't. That's the issue. You, I don't. I can't see it anywhere. I can't it's, find it. It's, it's like they removed probably... all traces of it from the internet. <laughs> I wonder why. We should make uh, Dave the host of some sort of TV show for his Wikipedia page while we're at it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, is there any sort Liverpool of... Liverpool tonight. <laughs> this is Today FM. Can't seem to get these lads in the studio <laughs> off their computers. They're desperately trying to find footage or references to a TV show I did 20 years ago uh, called The Offside Show. Why Why do you find it so funny? Because it's, it's about football. Yeah, yeah, there's lots of things. It's just the fact that you have this bit of work that you don't ever talk about. And we always hear about Republic of Telly. Telly, yes, because it was the success story. But I actually found an old press release for The Offside Show. Okay. Okay, do you want me to go through some of the details of it? So, TV3's latest entertainment series, The Offside Show, which takes a sideways glance at the world of soccer <laughs> broadcasts on Thursday nights. Newcomer to television, Dermot Whelan, is the host of The Offside Show. Whelan is the 98 FM breakfast show DJ and has been performing stand-up comedy since 2004. He recently supported Des Bishop and is a regular performer at the International Comedy Club in Dublin. This is my favourite part. He has also appeared in the Irish feature films Spin the Bottle and Goldfish Memory. <laughs> you also haven't talked about those. I played a guard. Those. I played a guard in one of them. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, I don't really remember what the other part was. We need to get a show reel for so you. What? With all this stuff. Which one was? Which one did you play the garden? Spin the Bottle or Goldfish Memory? I think it was Spin the Bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've definitely seen that. 
What I do remember about the offside show is that my teeth were absolutely banjaxed. And then... Because it was before I got braces. Okay, because oh. you're very good teeth. I don't, I don't know how I got onto television back then. I think I just... I was one of those... Uh, Smilers with my, I used to smile with my mouth closed, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and your guests for this upcoming episode from the press release were the stars of iKino, Gary Cook and Desi Gallagher, and snooker <laughs> champion Ken Darty, who's a snooker <laughs> on a football show. He didn't just do van insurance back then. <laughs> he had, well, in fairness, yeah, what did he win the world championship in 98? So, yeah, it was, it was pretty <laughs> recent. Seven years after yeah. that, it was 2005. Um, you said you might have a DVD of the offside show. I know that comedian Carl Spain uh, is, is a hobbyist in terms of recording things off the television, and he actually sent me a DVD of the offside show and said, you might want to keep that, but I think I lost it. So. We need to root it out and have a watch party. I just don't think I, like I couldn't see myself sitting down and watching myself from twenty years ago. It'd just be weird. We'll organise all yeah. that. I just want to see like, hey, it's Dermot William here. Welcome to the Offside Show coming up tonight. Like trying to be real cool, guy. <laughs> coming up tonight, my first guest is a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, good times. Yeah. You went to a lot of things in your past that you know that you, you probably. You, I mean, you're a performer, Cahill. You must have performed at some things and you're kind of glad there isn't video yeah. evidence of it. Well, I shot a music video in Dundrum Woods on YouTube and I took it down because <laughs> it was so cringy. I'd love to see that. Where is it? That, You'll this never is see what we that. need to see. Yeah. Where's that footage? <laughs> Somewhere in my YouTube. Is it, on it was a cover of Beneath Your Beautiful by Labyrinth. Oh, oh stop. Oh, I know. That's so strange. I was trying to be a pop star in Cashel. It just it was. Oh, it was, my God. Oh, this is what we you need to find. Find. I, just, I you never find. I don't it. think I could watch that. No, oh, I, 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 I come here. I was honest there now. You just something that you have before you go rooting out. I no, I never did a cancelled TV show or <laughs> a, a music video. Anyway, you won't be able was, to find that. Who so. filmed it? We filmed it I'm yourself not on your phone. It in case he gets in touch. <laughs> no, no, it was myself and a lad from Cash, like, had a camera and all. Whoever that lad is, you <laughs> oh. need to send us that footage of Kyle. It's got to be on a hard beautiful. drive. Like, yeah. hey, no, the tune was a banger. There's nothing wrong with the song. It's just the video. <laughs> drum Woods. What are you doing? Leaning on trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this turned on its head The Offside Show It was cancelled oh, after one season The Offside Show got a season You, you did a YouTube video I, I was on the telly <laughs> So someone from Cashel texted me now So I'm afraid yeah. that someone <laughs> The seagulls in my neighbourhood Are randy as hell at the moment Every morning yeah. And I don't know whether they're doing it on purpose Every morning I walk out of the house And I see a pair of seagulls Going at it Now I have to admit it's, a, it's an unusual way they do it because to all you, intents and purposes it looks like a circus act. Okay. Because I walked out my door and I went, oh, is this a sign of the end of the world? Because there's one seagull standing directly on top of another seagull, like standing on his back. Yep, that's or how I'm they guessing do it. her back. Sorry. <laughs> you don't know. How do you know they're not just playing? Well, that's what I thought. I was like, oh my God, what are they doing? You know, like one of those weird omens. You know, if I was a Native American, I would suddenly run back into the house thinking that this was a sign of bad luck and today is not a day for battle or something. Okay. Seagull, stand another seagull. Okay. Uh, but then I thought, actually, maybe that's how they get it on. Yes, I have seen on the roof in here. Mm. So our roof and Marconi house looks onto a, another secluded roof and I've seen many a seagull having... Sometimes together, intimate times. And then you feel like a bit of a pervert because you're watching a baby seagull coming into the world, kind of. I don't know how it works from there. I wouldn't mind. I never thought about it beyond 
It's probably the only time the bloody things are quiet. Yeah. When they're actually doing that. Oh, they're they're so they don't let out a squeal when they're not the same as if they're just in the garden. No, they get more excited about bin bags. <laughs> okay, wow. Doesn't say much for male seagulls, to be honest. So. Yeah. You know what? Oh, I would have thought they let, like, because they let out a squeal doing everything else. You would have thought that that's now maybe it is just uh, they're all training for the ultimate <laughs> circus act, and they're like, ha ha! They all think. We're doing naughty things, but actually we're just getting ready for the giant seagull flash mob <laughs> that's going to happen somewhere in Dublin. Suddenly all the seagulls will just get into an organised little routine and all just jump up on each other's backs and start doing pyramid. a little dance. Yeah. Their little wings. Are they, yeah. are they still as loud as they once were? Yes. I'm yeah, getting earlier and earlier. Reaching and they... Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 11 p.m. last night, going to sleep. All the the distance. Ah, ah. 4 a.m. this morning, woke up. Ah. Yeah. And they're not afraid of it. You can open the window, because I have a little roof outside my window, and I open the bedroom window, and they're like a foot and a half from you, and they just stand there looking at you, going, What? <laughs> what do you want? Could you even fish. walk near them? Give me fish, you stupid human. <laughs> like if you're walking by them, and if you walk by pigeons, pigeons, I will say, in the inner city of Dublin are a little bit ballsier than suburban pigeons, because they're, you know, they've yeah. seen some stuff. But they tend to move out of the way when you're walking. Seagulls will death stare you down until you are physically close enough that you may step them. Like sometimes I walk by seagulls, I'm like I could just pick that up and carry it home. Oh, I wouldn't. If I if I was on a footpath and a seagull was there, I'd go onto the other path. I'd go to the other side of the road. It starts. We've let them intimidate us, and now they're going to have a flash mob in the summer. We don't know what'll happen next. It's scary. Yeah, uh, I never like them anyway because they're too noisy and they keep me awake, particularly in the summertime at about four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, uh, but. That day where I was walking across the little bridge in Stevens Green, living my best life, looking around, <laughs> thinking, eating, eating my pretentious sandwich. And the seagull hit me on the back of the head with the wing, which is actually quite sore, and stuck his face into my sandwich. I had to push him off it. I was like, and I roared out several obscenities at the top of my voice. Like, hey, you got him! And there was a guy coming towards me with headphones, just absolutely killing himself laughing. <laughs> I, I would have laughed. Yeah, as you well. see, it's funny until it happens to you. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Poor seagulls. You've kind of got to settle your heart rate and get back into your best life. It's not easily done. Did you finish the sandwich? I turned it upside down. Yes. And I ate from the other end <laughs> and left about an inch and then threw it away. But I didn't enjoy it. This is Today FM. FM. So we heard about this uh, new cooking show that was coming back. Well, it's new. It's season two of a new show. Mark Moriarty, off-duty chef. And, uh, you know, there was nothing too crazy about a new cookery show coming to Irish television. But then we discovered that uh, to launch the show, they were giving a free cookery class with Mark Moriarty, the chef. And we thought, what better excuse do we need that's to send our Cahill out to do another challenge? So we sent him across town with about a half an hour's notice. He's there now. How are you, Cahill? Ciao, mo, mo, mo bella. Ciao. <laughs> yeah, don't call me that again. <laughs> no, that mean? Mo bella. Is that half Irish as well, is it? I don't, I don't know. I'm Italian <laughs> chef. Uh, now, how are you getting on? We were wondering, you know, what lovely recipe you were going to be cooking because uh, you, by your own admittance, can only cook two things, turkey stir-fry and turkey burgers. Yeah, yeah, both in the air fryer. Uh, well, I see, um, this is probably one of the hardest things that I thought I might have had to Great. cook. 
uh, I seen there was baking trays. So I can reveal that it's not a dinner that oh, I'm making. Okay. So... Uh, creme brulee or something? Um, maybe a bit lower class than that. It's, it's, it's cupcakes is what I'm making. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know, and everyone else is out in the kitchen now and they're firing away. They've eggs gone into their mix and everything. I'm nowhere near that close. So you're, I'm going to be Larry last person coming out with the cupcakes of this thing. You went to a professional chef to learn to make cupcakes. My daughter Rosie was making them at age six. <laughs> I think I think he heard you this morning. I don't think he had much faith. He dumbed it down for you. Dumbed it down. It's like it's like a competition though. We're all against each other and then the best cupcake wins. Well, like. Are you even going to put anything on top of the cupcake? Oh yeah, like I'll have design and all. And the, the, the Mark, the chef, is actually urging me to get back into the kitchen now. <laughs> he says, everyone else is finished, and I'm out here. <laughs> You're distracting me from what I should be doing. Get him to test your cooking yeah. skills with something a little bit harder. Like, you know, like on episode one, he's cooking a risotto caccio e pepe. Get him, get him to get you to make that. See, can you hear him? He's saying his stuff is ready to go in the oven. I haven't eggs gone into my mix. Okay, risotto, I'm a far, a far cry from risotto, but they are cupcakes, which does mean that you will be able to try out my cupcakes. Okay, at least bring us back something for our 11s is all right, yeah, for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, it means that you get to eat these. How delighted are you with that? Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I think I did make them in home economics in first year. So. <laughs> I think it's the last time I made them too. <laughs> anyway, Literally, good luck. Everyone else here is putting stuff into their oven. Go back in there. Okay. Don't burn the cupcakes because we'll need them here and work tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Ciao. Ciao. Right. Ciao. <laughs> now, I had to do uh, something um, last night that was just so ter- terrifying. It's, it's the most frightening thing you could do on the internet. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be so scary. I just wanted to go away on a, a weekend break. I I had to fill out an ESTA form for America. Oh, God. It's so scary. I felt... I don't know if anyone has ever filled out an ESTA form. Does everyone know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to America... Rather than just, you know, doing the usual thing with the flights and the passports, you know, remembering to pack the sun cream and all that, you do have to fill out a form so they make sure that uh, you're not going to just hang around for longer uh, than you had intended. Um, And they want to make sure that you don't pose a threat. So they have the world's most intimidating website, uh, which actually looks like it was built in 1998. (laughs) It It looks fake. This Esther website, but it has a picture of the Statue of Liberty, and you're like, "Yeah, right." As if they'd have a Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Uh, but you have to fill it out basically, uh, so that you can get in there. If you don't have an Esther form, you can't get in- into America. That's the way it works. So, I don't know if anyone has filled it out, but the pressure—you mm-hmm. just feel like there's a thousand cameras on you, which there probably is. They're probably watching you through your laptop yeah. camera. <laughs> Essentially, I just felt like mentally strip searched after it. Um, it's like the pressure is like if you crossed. Trying to get online to buy Beyonce tickets and the leaving cert at the same time. <laughs> so they, they ask you all kinds of questions. Obviously, you've got to put in all your date of birth and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you have to declare your social media, your social media oh. handles, so they can check if you've said any bad things about And you have America. to, or is it like a... 
I'm not sure. Well, I, I don't think it's red asterisked. Oh, which, but it's worse if you don't. Exactly. It's that kind of yeah. thing. You know, we, well, we won't be angry. We'll just be disappointed. <laughs> and you're not getting in. <laughs> yeah. And you're thinking, you're putting all your thing at Twitter, okay, and Facebook. And, and you're like, oh, my God, what, what if there's other social media accounts I've forgotten about? <laughs> what if there's a Bebo out there, you know, with a picture of me and Brian McFadden topless from 2004? <laughs> what, what about, about my MySpace? <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, and then they go through a, a list of, you know, the old have you packed the bags yourself yeah. questions. But these are a level up. And it's like, you know, have you uh, ever been a member of a terrorist organization? <laughs> and like, have you committed genocide? <laughs> You're like, wow, this escalated quick. <laughs> like, I thought the worst thing I could do was just pack hair gel, you know, <laughs> with, without a plastic bag. But, uh, but um, why in this situation would you admit? Like, if you'd managed to get away with being a terrorist for years or committing genocide yeah. on another race of people, like, wh- how could you be undone by this particular form? You're like, I have been on the run, I've escaped Interpol for the last 40 years, but no, this form has been the complete undoing of me! As you're just lying on your sitting room floor. Finally, your, I'm free! <laughs> with your hands behind your head, waiting for them to come and get you. Um, but, <laughs> like, it's, it's absolutely terrifying. I don't know what it is about any form like that, but in particular the ASTA. Like, I've never been a member of a terrorist organization that I know of. I've never been in a cult. I've never even been given out to by a guard. And yet, when I fill out the ASTA form, I've done it twice in my life, I may as well have been the worst person that's ever existed. I'm like, yes, oh my God, now you mentioned I have done all of these things. <laughs> and you're sweating so much, even though you're sitting in your living room on your laptop, which for some reason is just not working properly. No matter what, when you're trying to do your essay, it's like, no. But, the, work but it's so fiddly as well, because if you, and because you're, you're really apprehensive, like I accidentally like clicked on the fact that I had been convicted on several drugs charges. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately it goes, are you sure? Are you sure you want to put this in the form? And I go, oh, no, how do I take it back? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Like, you I, know, I have to double check though, because there is the, the fake Esther. Not the, it's not a fake ESTA, but the, the website for the legit ESTA looks so fake that when you're doing it, you're like, this is a scam because it looks ridiculous. Yes, I but do there know. there's another one. There's other third-party ones that try and get you in through them and they charge you more money. Yeah, like 90 euro or something. And will yeah. it work, though? It, it'll pay. work, but you're paying like it's 20-something euro to do the normal ESTA. Yeah. Like, it'll work, but you're basically paying a lot more money to sweat a lot. Okay. And then you have the added fear of not knowing whether or not it yeah. is the real thing. You know, you just yeah. don't mess around. You've got to go on. You've got to find the one. It has gov in it, .gov as part of the web address. It has that uh, picture of the Statue of Liberty and it does have the look of a website <laughs> that was put together uh, in the, at the end of the last century uh, by the UCD Sports and Social Club. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right one. <laughs> but it actually doesn't look similar to Bebo. No, it looks yeah, pretty yeah. similar. How long did it take you? They, they love a good like, drop-down menu, the oh, Americans, I'll tell you. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah. I feel like you're not great with forms, Dermot. I'm sorry, just give me that. I'm not great with any kind of anything, but any technology. So if there's going to be an issue, yeah. like it, it will be me. I give off an electromagnetic frequency yeah. that technology does not, cannot relate to. Um, but I think, I think, after a good hour and a half to two hours uh, putting myself and my missus into the ESTA website, I think I got it right. And finally, in a few weeks, hopefully, I'll be able to go over to New York and see Bono tell me all about his book. Why is there a 
SWAT team in the studio. What did I feel out wrong? I, my dog's there. My dog is in the corner. Your dog's in April, not me. Get down your hands on your knees and take off your clothes. Take off my clothes? Yeah, on your head, legs behind your head. What, what kind of SWAT team oh, are you? Shut up. Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Hi Dermot, just on your travelling stories um, my parents brought me to um, Beirut in 1994 on holidays I was 14 or 15 um, but travelling through the airport I was separated from my parents and taken for questioning my dad's passport was in Irish and myself and my mum's passport was in English and um, they couldn't understand how we were all related it was quite a terrifying experience um, I hope your trip to America goes much better <laughs> Thanks, bye Correct me if I'm wrong but like during the 80s and 90s is Beirut not a strange holiday destination like, <laughs> what, would you ever just like you know give your parents just give them like a travel agent's <laughs> brochure and say look just pick something in here Lanzarote we, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't need to go to Beirut dad uh, who else have we got we have got Aideen as she's been on about 25 20-25 years ago myself and my now husband were going to America for the first time and it was when immigration was in the states you had to go through and my husband's birthday is the 11th of February so when he went up to the desk the guy was like what's your date of birth and he goes the 11th of February 19 blah de blah and he was like no it's not it's November 2nd 19 <laughs> so he was like no it's the 11th of February he's like it's not it's November 2nd so I was waiting by the wings going oh no we're not going to get into America so it ended up he just had to go okay okay it's November 2nd and he let him through <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's a risky one because yeah. it could have been a test you know you don't even know yeah. your own date of birth get the hell out of here <laughs> oh, God I love very very um, well done on hiding her husband's age as well there yeah. 19 and blah blah, blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> well trained actually do you know what we made a discovery filling out the ESTA form is not the most stressful thing you can do online Column has been on with something far more challenging I hear lads you think there's pressure filling out an ESTA form try getting your child a uh, place in a cool camp during the summer <laughs> forget about tickets for Gareth Brooks or Bruce Springsteen it might be easier to convince them to play in the backyard <laughs> this is today FM a very exciting day for the Dermot and Dave show well some of the Dermot and Dave show because myself and Sean 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 should really get some real reverb are doing something we have never done before before <laughs> and it's kind of weird, weird, weird. <laughs> Sean and myself, Dermot, today are going to Disneyland in Paris. <laughs> and the best thing is. That Sean is coming to Disneyland in Paris with my family. Uh, <laughs> Why are we going there, you say? Why is this a weird little holiday break for the weekend? Because we're going um, to interview, well, you're going to interview the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's a tough job, lads. Somebody's yes. got to do it. So you're going to interview the cast, and me, as your producer, I have to go there <laughs> and organise all the logistics, make sure the audio is recorded properly. We've got a few other bits we need to record out there in the theme park, so I'm going there for work. 
This is the third Guardians of the Galaxy film in the series. Here's a little taster. Guardians of the Galaxy. This will be their end. This is not the first time we have been threatened. Oh my god, I can't wait to see this. We're going to see the film tonight, tonight in Disneyland. Yeah. Um, and when I was telling my kids they couldn't quite believe it. <laughs> And I do so many silly things at home, they didn't yeah. know whether I was actually telling the truth or not. I was like, we're going to Disneyland! Uh, they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no we are! Because this doesn't happen very often where you yeah. get to bring your family on a work trip. Yeah, yeah. And usually it's me just telling them, I'm doing something great, you're staying at home, bye! Yeah. Um, so they're coming, you know, when I told my son Matthew, he's just like, they're all Marvel fans, but yeah. he's, he, he is the biggest Guardians of the Galaxy fan so in Ireland. Cool. And when I told him about it, you know Kevin in Home Alone, you know his face? He's he got his hands down. up to his face like, <gasps> from the poster? That's what he looked like. Aww. <laughs> so cool. they're all excitedly getting ready. So we're going over there uh, this weekend. We're going to see the movie tonight, which yeah. I can't wait. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah. It's going to be in cinemas very soon. Yeah, and then we will record the interviews tomorrow and you'll hear them on the show next week. Yes. So that's exciting. We can't wait. Uh, what? So... Why did you pick Sean, can I ask? Well, I didn't pick Sean. He, yeah. he kind of, and this is what's weird, Carl. Sean said he had to come. I did right. have to go. <laughs> and look, look, it's perfectly normal um, that, you know, a single guy is, is going to come on holidays with a family. Stop, Dermot. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling very self-conscious that there's like me... An adult single male is going to a children's theme park alone for the weekend. Sean, there's nothing to worry about, okay? Okay. I think it's perfectly normal. Just it's going to be everything as as they would normally do. They'll be like, okay, everyone over for the family picture with Mickey Mouse and Sean. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Everyone yeah. into the family screening of Guardians of the Galaxy. And Sean. Uh, do you not think that? Like, Everyone up to the bedrooms. <laughs> and Sean. Oh, weird. Do you not think that like the... Swimming. <laughs> Come on, guys, all the family into the pool. And Sean. I can't go near the pool. Togs. You're going to go into your togs. With and be, we'll all be sitting there in the steam room. It'll all be really steamy. We're like, oh, this is so relaxing. And then for a moment, the steam will just dissipate. And there'll be Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting, staring back at us in his speedos. How are you, lad? You sleep well? <laughs> With his little Mickey Mouse ears on him. Uh, I just have this fear oh, that... Shannon. <laughs> I just have this fear that the Disneyland Secret Service will like see me walking around. They're like, guys, we need to keep an eye on that, uh, that man just walking around the park and <laughs> looking at all the families. He has been standing at the buffet for 20 minutes. He has got three <laughs> bowls of pineapple and he has not eaten any of it. He's sitting very close to the other Danish family now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I just... 
Look, it's a work thing. It's perfectly normal. Well, I have to go. I have to go for work. Like, you, you hardly want me to trust you to record the audio. Oh, God, no. <laughs> God. Come on. Like, I didn't even think. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to need my swimming togs for the pool. I'm going to bring my gear for the gym. I'm going to do all these. Yeah. And I was like... God, I didn't even think about like actually recording audio and doing my job. Exactly. So that's why I had to go. So that's why I have to go. And it's not that I'm there in some sort of creepy fashion in which you're insinuating. Have you been to Disneyland before? I've never been to Disneyland before. And actually, um, I was at home last weekend and my three-year-old niece, her mother was telling her that I was going to the Disney castle next weekend. And she's like, oh, can I go? And she's like, I was like, no, but obviously me, a man nearly 30, is going with an, with another family. <laughs> it's like, My yeah. real family. It's like a Dermot, French... Karina and the kids. It's like a French exchange. Have you been, Dermot? I've been to Disney World in... Uh, is it? Yeah, Disney World in Florida. Okay. okay. That's the other one. Disneyland's in California. Disney yeah. World in Florida. Disneyland Paris Resort. But, like, obviously, Dermot, you've been working in the media for a long time like me. And... Oftentimes you have to do things like this where go, you know, on trips like that that may be suited for families or younger people. Like, surely I'm not that weird. Sean, the reason I'm totally okay with this is because I've gone through something similar. In fact, far more traumatic, I would say. Okay. About 10 years ago, uh, I was working, obviously, in radio, and I got the opportunity to go and work with a children's charity in the States called the Children's Miracle Network, and I was invited over to the Florida Resort. Oh, cool. So that the big event that was happening for the charity was on in the, in the Disneyland or Disney World Resort. Oh. So I only had half a day just before I went to the airport to kind of have, finally, to have a look around the park because I yeah. didn't get a chance. So I just thought, look, I'll just run in, I'll spend a couple hours in there, I'll just go on whatever the where the queues don't look too big yeah because uh, I don't want to spend all my time queuing and then actually get on nothing yeah so I joined this queue it didn't look too bad and I was like okay um, and it was beside this massive roller coaster so I was like excellent cool I'll go on this and I can say I went on a roller coaster in Disney World hooray box tick so I'm queuing up and then I notice as I'm going the queue starts to snake in the other direction <laughs> okay. away from the thing that I thought I was getting on and then before I know it I'm being hooshed into a building and then into an elevator and I was like oh my god okay we're, we're going up so alright maybe it's a rooftop roller coaster it's even cooler it's a different dodgy. one than I thought but okay fine <laughs> so I went up the doors open and then they're, they're really efficient. They're like, keep moving, sir, keep moving. And I was like, well, what, what is this? This doesn't look quite what I thought. And then as I was being hooshed towards this ride, I realised, this is for kids. <laughs> yes. And I am a grown man by myself. And I looked around me and sure enough, there's, you know, moms and dads and all small kids and me. Um, and for some reason, a lot of the parents who were with the kids seemed to be not going on it with them because it was a, it was like the actual little airplanes oh were small. So they were designed for the kids to go by themselves. <laughs> so you the only so adult. I, then I realized all the other adults back away and I am there like the, <laughs> the giant of Lilliput you know, with all these little children around me and we're all getting come on keep it moving sir onto the right I was like, but, I, but I don't keep it moving sir but I can't next thing you know I'm sitting in this tiny little airplane oh god and there's this like four year old boy is plonked down in front of me and they were like, uh, is, this your, is this your child, sir? And I was like, uh, no. Oh, God. Where, where, where is your child? I, I don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, are, 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 is your child outside? No, I'm here by myself. 
<laughs> See, and that's like, okay. And then uh, can I can I get off? And they're like, no, you have to stay on the right. It's about to begin. So they strapped me in, and the four-year-old, and we go oh. away. And I remember the four-year-old's parents were, were listening to this whole conversation and going. Okay, now there's a strange man in a, t- oh, in a tiny oh, seat God. with our little Toby. <laughs> and the airplane picked off and it was like, it would go like 10 feet off the ground and then back down again. Oh, and I had to sit in the ride going, wee. <laughs> so, Sean, I hope I that happened to you. It's not going to be that bad. I have that fear that that's going to happen to me now this weekend. So I, I really, wait. really hope that happens to you, Sean. Look, I'm just it's quite nervous. what you deserve. If there's any me. Irish families in Paris and Disneyland this weekend and they see... Uh, a man in his 30s from Ireland <laughs> walking around it's nothing sinister I'm just there for work <laughs> sure I'm just there for work have you got any tips on what we should go on if yeah. we've got limited time because we will be working Sean. okay okay I will be working really yeah. hard so if you've uh, ever been to Disneyland Resort in Paris let us know let us know what we should go on and uh, look the only thing you have to worry about is when you're going down for breakfast and then you hear monsieur monsieur <laughs> oh yeah. He's trying to work that work. megaphone. Hello. No. It's not working. It's broken. Yeah, these two lads are going to Disneyland. Hello. They can't even work a megaphone. Hello. Hello, Listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave show on todayfm.com. Dermot and Dave. Weekday mornings from 9 on Today FM.